0: a high-end designer or a lot of money to get a luxe look, be your own interior designer with big design, small budget.
1: Here's your host, Betsy Helmuth.
0: It does not matter how cute your design is, if your place is a mess, nobody cares about your throw pillows. Today, we are here with an organizer, Anna Bauer, and I'm Betsy Helmuth. Today's episode is all about getting sorted by Anna so, Anna, I will tell you that organization is not my forte. <laughs> I do love to pick out paint colors, but I do not love to put away my socks. So, I need your help. Yes. We need your help. Uh, tell us more about how you got started with Sorta by Anna. Yeah. And Yeah.
1: Uh, sure. So, um, I have been living in New York City for the past 10 years, and that has taught me how to maximize the space, or rather, the little space that I've had along the way. So, after seven different apartments... Um, I really learned uh, how to create solutions and continue to be organized in really small spaces. Um, so after years of being really organized and helping friends uh, and being a little OCD, I decided to put that uh, into a business and create you know, a business out of my passion. So that's kind of how Sorted by Anna got started. So we go into businesses or homes and we help people get sorted. So whether it's your kitchen or your closet bedroom or your office in mail, we help you come up with solutions, whether it's, um, you know, filing systems, storage solutions, or really kind of holding your hand along the process of getting rid of those things that you don't really use every day. So you're really left with the things that you need and love versus, you know, the random USBs that you have lying around in your desk drawer.
0: I have a lot of USBs. Is that a common problem? (laughs) Yes. Okay, I thought I was alone. I do have a whole box labeled cords, and I don't know what they go to, and I'll never use them again, but we're not getting rid of them. (laughs) Uh, Not until Anna comes over at least. Exactly. So what is the number one problem that most of your
1: clients have? Is there like a main pain point? Well, I think uh, the main potential problem I see in a lot of my clients is just the inability to let go. Um, you know, we all have, you know, emotional attachments to things and want to hold on to things. But uh, I'd say, you know, a majority of my clients um, always have to walk through the process of, you know, I don't know, I've had this for a few years and like I wore it last year, but I haven't worn it this year. Or, you know, this photo album of my children's artwork. Well, now they're a teenager, but, you know, these are all really important pieces of art. When do you they make them get rid of the artwork? I do. <gasps> that is hurting me. I know.
0: Oh, my goodness. And I will admit that I have a new obsession, watching quarters. I always judge people who watch quarters. I was like, what's your problem? And now I can't stop. Yeah. So, Anna, I see these
1: people with emotional att- attachments. Mm-hmm. How do you well, I I, help them? Yeah, I think it's all about, uh, one, not judging them. I, I myself <laughs> I myself have different quirks and things that I may hold on to that people would say, why are you holding on to that? So I think it's coming from a place of, one, not judging, right. um, and then really being able to relate to them. So, you know, finding out and asking questions, you know, well, um, do you like this? Why do you want to keep it? And I think along the way, they realize they're having to justify keeping it more than actually just being able to know in their gut, I want this, I need this, this is important to me. So I think they realize even talking to themselves out loud without me even having to force them um, that it's not something they actually need. So it's just really about yeah. having that conversation out loud with yourself and saying, okay, I just found, you know, these pair of shoes that have been hiding under my bed for the last few years. You know, you probably immediately say, like, oh, my God, I love these shoes. They, like, I can't believe I just found them. And then if you continue to kind of go along that process, you realize, okay, but I, I forgot that they were even here. Um, you know, and then you start to realize they're really not that important to you. So I think having that dialogue with yourself out loud really kind of helps you realize they're not that important to you.
0: So here's my question: Are you, if we're organizing by ourselves, are you a proponent of
1: us talking to ourselves? Absolutely. Like, really? Yeah. I think okay. I think yeah. talking to yourself out loud versus having this um, you know internal dialogue really helps kind of just you know let it out in the space to to talk to your items. Away,
0: hello sweater. Yes, I haven't worn you in
1: such a long time, but I got you on sale.
0: <laughs> oh, I feel scared to let you go. Hmm, that, that's interesting. Yeah, I'm like it, it totally works it.
1: though. Yeah, just asking asking those questions to yourself and really kind of getting to that moment of, you know, if I have to justify keeping you, it probably means I shouldn't. Yowch. Yep. Tell it like it is, Anna. Mm-hmm. Speaking
0: of telling it like it is, we do have some listener questions. Yeah. So the first one comes from Yelena. Yelena, tell us about your problem. Talk to those shoes.
1: Hi, my name is Yelena, and I have a question to Betsy about shoe organization in a small closet. I have lots of shoes in a small space. And they are all over the place, on the floor, on the top shelf in the closet, under the bed. And I have one of those cheap over-the-door shoe hangers, and it just looks bad. The shoes are always falling out. And I can never find what I need when I need it, of course. Help? Yeah, um, great question. So shoe storage. Um, I do have a lot of female clients, and clothes and shoes tends to be um, something they have a lot of. I myself included. Um, One thing, um, without really seeing the space, I would say certainly do a purge first. Um, If you have shoes kind of everywhere, that probably means you might have too many. Sorry. Um, And also something to think about living in New York Uh, unless you have a large space and many closets, you need to probably pack away seasonally. So I would say look at the shoes that you're needing this season. Um, Whatever you don't need, pack away, whether it's under your bed or the tip-top part of your closet, I'd say pack them away. Um, Another thing is thinking about height and not only the height of your closet, but even the the height that you have uh, and the depth that you have on the bottom of your closet. Uh, One... Uh shoe rack that I absolutely love and refer my clients to get all the time is from the Container Store, and it's the three-tiered expandable shoe rack, and it is a godsend. Um, I tell all my clients to get it, and they listen much, to me. How much?
0: Talk to me. Um,
1: I think it's $20. Okay. Yeah, so you're not breaking the bank.
0: Because Container Store breaks the
1: It bank. does, and I think I single-handedly keep them in business. So, okay, so
0: it's worth the, the, worth the investment. Okay. yeah.
1: Um, you can order them online. You can do in-store pickup. Super easy to get. Um, and if, for whatever reason, that's still kind of at your price range, Kmart, Target, Amazon, um, they all offer similar products. But you want the three-tier. Three-tier expandable. So that means um, you have the option to, you know, keep it one size or expand it to the entire, um, you know, length, width of your closet. Mm. It's amazing. And you can also stack them. So I had a client a few weekends ago where she had three of these that she got for all of her shoes, her and her husband's shoes, and I kind of MacGyvered it together, used some packing tape, taped um, the wood together. It, you know, it's not the prettiest thing, but it held everything together, and it was, you know, got all their shoes.
0: And it's in your closet. Yeah. So who's looking at your? No one's really judging. Shoe wrap.
1: No, not not many people. Um, another uh, great. Uh, solution that I tell my clients is when you're putting your shoes away don't put them um, next to each other side by side um, have one shoe going the opposite direction so you when you're looking at it you see the back of the shoe and then you also see on the, the front of the shoe in the pair if that makes sense
0: mm-hmm. is that on the three-tier rack
1: yep that's I mean Why? you can use oh, that of the width Yep, it creates more room Uh and it also ensures that you can see what you're looking at. So you're not just looking at the back of the shoe, that you're actually really being able to see the shoe from both sides. So you can say, oh, like, you'll kind of learn from that what you tend to go towards and what you like the most. And from then on top of that, you'll then be able to say, I really don't wear these shoes that much. or like, this isn't really a style I like. Get rid of them. So yeah, um, whether it's on the three-tiered rack from the container store Or if you're just using that on the bottom floor um, of your closet, it creates more room. Um, You're probably able to fit another pair of shoes when you do that versus, um, you know, not having enough room because you're putting the shoes side by side. Mm -hmm. I do that with all my clients and do it personally, and it's definitely um, a great space-saving tool.
0: Well, Yelena, I hope that helped. I have been enlightened. Three-tier shoe rack. Okay, Cool. So personally, I have an issue that um, is the reason I called you because I want free advice on my podcast, even though I'd love to pay sortedbyanna.com to come and help me out too because mama knows how to design, but I don't always, yeah, organize. (laughs) Uh, So my issue, and this is an issue that has been plaguing me, Mm -hmm. seriously plaguing me, is Tupperware. And, you know, I should use like a more generic term, um, plastic storage containers for leftovers. (laughs) Yes, because I keep them above my stove in that little cabinet. Yep. And, you know, once I do the dishes, I shove the lids, shove the bowls, and shut the doors and just pray they don't open again and, like, fall on me. And Mm -hmm. I can never find the lid that matches the base, and so then I have to take everything out, and it's driving me crazy. Yeah, it's driving me crazy. And really, just kitchen cabinet storage in general is driving me crazy because I try and, like, make all the mugs go on one shelf, Mm but then one mug doesn't fit on the shelf. But really, it's the Tupperware thing. I should stay focused. It's really Tupperware. Yeah.
1: Um, The struggle is real for all of us. Um, Tupperware is, uh, you know, the pits. You need it, um, but you hate it. It's a love-hate. And I, even myself personally, have had issues in the past figuring out the best way to store them. So number one tip just off the bat is do not put your Tupperware in a a cabinet, a high cabinet. um, Because... You run that risk. If it's above the stove or it's in the cabinets above the fridge, um, you're not tall enough to reach it. So you're constantly playing the, you know, the tupper Jenga game where you pull one out and then the rest fall out, or you're putting the lids in and you just toss it up there and hope it, you know, close the doors and hope it stays put. And and it's it like you're at my house. It's like you're seeing me struggle yeah. every day. Yes, that's what happens. The so Jenga many people. Yeah, the Jenga game. Um and you always lose. That is not a game you're oh. going to win. Oh I
0: know. I'm always so optimistic that I'll just find the lid on the first try.
1: Yeah. I always lose. So how do I win? Yeah. So the first way to win is bringing all of that Tavor down, putting it in either a drawer or a cabinet that you have on the bottom um, of your kitchen. Or if you have a butcher block or anything or um, shelving, you can get a cute little bin and put your uh, Tavor in that. Hmm. So it doesn't necessarily think outside the box. It doesn't necessarily have to be in a cabinet. Whoa. um if you had you know cute wicker baskets you can do it that way. So now um the second kind of tip is dividing and conquering, right? So if you already if you're a person who already has Tupperware um, and you you have your set, you're good. Do not keep your takeout containers. I know plenty of people I who, really I, like those. I know they're free. Like for
0: giveaways, you know, I want making Christmas cookies mm-hmm. and I want to distribute.
1: No. No. It adds <laughs> that to the is pile. Brutal. You and then you're just you're like a, a you're a Tupperware hoarder. You don't need that much Tupperware. So if you already don't have, help your... <laughs> me on my own freaking podcast.
0: <laughs> I need my takeout containers. Like this is giving me. Yeah. I'm having anxiety. Like my heart is racing. <laughs> I need those because I need those.
1: Well, if you already have Tupperware, you don't need them. Um, or if you, I would say, if you're starting from scratch and you are trying to build up your Tupperware container storage. Um, yeah, keep them. They're free. Go at it. Have fun. Order all that Chinese food. Um, but yeah, that would be my second tip. Don't do that because then you you just have too many. No one needs that. It's about being realistic. If you're the type of person who cooks for the week or you have kids and you're always kind of storing stuff away in your Tupperware, yeah, you you have a need for that. If you're someone who kind of just uses it every once in a while, then you don't need 20 things of Tupperware to go containers. So it's really about being cognizant of what you have and what your needs are. Same with, you know, Tupperware to toilet paper to, you know, your kitchen bowls and plates. Are you going to make me get rid of my toilet paper? Because
0: <laughs> this is where I'm drawing the line.
1: No, not okay, at all. Okay. If that's, that is a necessity. Okay. okay. Um, yeah. So that would be my second tip. And then, you know, it, you don't have to be this, you know, like Pinterest perfect Tupperware organizer. You know, it's you can be kind of creative in how you organize it. You could take um an old napkin holder, a metal one, mm-hmm. and use that to hold all of the lids to the Tupperware. Mm-hmm. Push it to the side, they're all in one place, they're together. And then you can fit all of the Tupperware containers together, just stacking them. Because that's one of the issues. You have all the lids. And then maybe you put the lid on one of them and then they all don't yeah. fit together. Yeah. So if you separate the containers from the lids, that mm-hmm. kind of solves that problem. Also, not to plug the container store again, but they also have great uh, storage solutions for um, Tupperware and, and even pots and pans. So that's another uh, space-saving thing is getting those dividers from the container store. You can also get them on Amazon as well. Um, kind of like
0: the pot lid dividers? Mm-hmm. Okay. You can okay. use
1: those for yeah. uh, your Tupperware as well.
0: Because mm-hmm. I just got one for my pot lids. Mm-hmm. That is interesting.
1: Yeah. So I got it overstock.com. they want to give me
0: any kickback, that's fine. Overstock.com. Um, so <laughs> yes, interesting. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, that's been very helpful. Mm-hmm. And now it's time for a quick commercial break. Do you love this podcast? Do you wish you could learn even more? Well, we have an online class bundle. Our online class bundle is comprised of three online classes, beautifying your home for less, styling your home, and the fundamentals of feng shui. Each one of those three classes is between 30 and 45 minutes long and chock-filled with visuals and tips, things that will help you to style your own space or help out with other spaces. Additionally, with the pack of three classes, you get an autographed copy of my book, Affordable Interior Design. So, Anna, you know, now is the time of the show where we do our very exciting and very revealing design TMI, and typically I overshare, but since we have a guest, I would really like to remain quiet during this segment <laughs> and have Anna overshare. Oh. Tell us some dirt on your clean and tidy living space.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um. So, my boyfriend just moved into my apartment, so that's been an adjustment, um, so learning to to, you know ease back my controlling, organized nature has been uh, a true testament to our relationship and my just overall well-being. Um, So I would say since I've had a man living in this space, um, things have become a little more uh, less organized, I would say. So our TV unit right now, uh, I would just call it a hot mess. Um, I've, I've decided to just close the cabinet drawers and leave it alone. So right now I have everything between DVDs, games, and then like tools and hardware, which if... In your TV cabinet? In my TV cabinet, Yeah. yeah. So... That's a hot mess. It's a hot mess. Um, we are kind of leaning towards getting a new TV cabinet system. Um, so I'm learning to just like leave it alone and not organize it because we're getting a new one. But yeah, it's... It's disorganized. There's stuff everywhere. And because he likes video games and wants the Apple TV, he wants the Xbox. There's just cords and just crap everywhere.
0: Welcome to my world. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. My husband's a gamer. It's giving me agita. Yeah. (laughs) So what are you going to do, like, ultimately? Because this is a new thing. Yeah. Soon you're going to have to live with it for a long time like me. Yeah. Five years of marriage, five years of Xbox. Talk to me. I,
1: yeah, it's it's definitely a, a a game, no pun intended, of patience. Um, so I think it's about being realistic and learning to kind of compromise that he's going to have games and he's going to maybe put the DVDs in an area that I don't think they really should go. But it's his space too. Um, and, you know, learning that in terms of even decorating and, and living in a space together, that not everything has to happen at once. So you know we're going to get a tv unit eventually a new system and <clears throat> i can organize it and make it look pretty then but for right now i just have to learn to live in the space that i'm in whether it's disorganized in a few areas or not
0: i hear you love um, the space you're in even if it's in limbo yes well thank you so much anna for coming today you're i you're really welcome. appreciate it and you can check out her services and her website at sortedbyanna.com yes. And if you have questions about organization, maybe we'll feature her again, or about any design dilemma, email me at Betsy at AffordableInteriorDesign.com And of course, you can listen to us on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. And if you're liking what you hear, please rate and review. We are a very new little podcast, and we could use a little bit of oomph. Thank you so much, and we'll hear you next week. You've asked for Bye.